Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. Here's Lindegaard. Making Forrest back pedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris. He's found him via the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil. Oh, and it's an opening goal. What a start. Madden, after just six minutes, gives Yeovil the lead. Stansfield, good turn away from Trott. Goal. Hello and welcome to the Glover's Cast, the season finale, the penultimate episode of this season, maybe? I don't know. What I do know is that we are the 25-time Somerset Premier Cup champions after a blistering midweek performance against National League South Bath City. Here to talk about that, Altrincham on Sunday, the Legends game, and take your questions is ben barrett good evening good morning good day how are you and dave coates howdy everybody how are we doing we okay we're Marvelous. doing okay how are you i'm all right i'm Everyone... still not convinced that bath in somerset you know it still doesn't <laughs> feel to me like it is well it, well, it definitely is isn't it wow it's kind of I, I when i was growing up it was avon do you remember avon <laughs> Which is kind of like a made-up place, wasn't it? Like where unicorns and uh, things ruled, ruled the earth. <laughs> where unicorns ruled the earth. <laughs> yeah, but um, but now, uh, no. So I, I've never really thought of it as Somerset, but it's like North Somerset, isn't it? I, I'm still, I'm still less than convinced. Where's Where's Wessex? Wessex isn't now. That's that's like a uh, like a medieval place isn't it like a historic county of wessex i think but isn't that like taunton and that kind of area like the shire 
Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, a lot like the Shire. You just, you just go if you go to Taunton, you go past a, a borough. That's where Clevo lives, and then uh, yeah, you carry on past there, and then you get to Mount Doom, which is Bridgewater or something like that, probably. <laughs> Glastonbury Tall. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm still less than convinced it's, it's it's Somerset. But I did after that game find lots of famous residents of Bath to put together a tweet like that. Do you remember that crazy Norwegian commentator? He went mad when they knocked him out. He was like, Maggie Thatcher, are you listening? Maggie Thatcher, your boys took one hell of a beating. <laughs> they beat like Norway had beaten England 2-1. And they taken it. And he just went crazy. There's lots of famous people from Bath. Mary Berry, Anne Widdicombe, Bill Bailey, that bloke from Death in Paradise, everyone, you name it. <laughs> Well, that's what people are listening to this podcast for, yeah. to know who... Who, who comes <laughs> from Bath and who doesn't, yeah. <laughs> They brought... 350 people came from Bath. 351, to be precise, came from Bath for the Tuesday night fixture. It was a decent little atmosphere, actually, for a one side of the stadium open. Um, they was made Mary it... Berry one of them? Or... Not sure. Or Anne Whittakam? Probably not. Didn't see Anne. Didn't see Mary. Bailey? Would have liked to have seen Bill Bailey, but don't think I did. He's quite recognisable, Bill Paradise. Bailey. No. Yeah, he is. Yeah. <laughs> you might need yeah, to be a bit sorry, more, a bit more specific than that bloke I from think. Death in Paradise. Because <laughs> Death know. in Paradise, I can't think what he's called. Yeah, the one, the one around there. Anyway, yeah, okay. <laughs> where where unicorns rule, rule the earth? That's where I pick up from there. <laughs> We've gone a long way oh. from there, though. Don't you? <laughs> <laughs> Five minutes in now. Yeah. How was the final, Ian? Did you enjoy it? I did, yeah. It was a good first half. Um, an entertaining first half. Bath City sort of had a lot of the ball after we scored. They they had a few chances and caused us a few problems. Um, and then into the second half, we you know, Tom Knoll was scoring straight away, sort of put the game to bed really. Um so that was it was it then sort of petered out and not a lot really happened until the end and then Mr. Barkley got his noggin on the end of a ball. I don't know if there's any highlights of it yet or not, but he was given the freedom of the back post, the sixteen, uh, the eighteen-yard box, and the the six-yard box, like that whole area, just freedom to head it in, which was nice for him. <laughs> um, we talk team news because uh, were your eyebrows raised when you saw it quite as strong as it could have been? I mean, Charlie Lee said he was going to play a strong team. I was surprised there wasn't any youngsters on the bench particularly, but um, yeah, I th- who surprised me the most? I think probably Max Hunt, given that he'd hobbled off with cramp on the, the game before. Um, felt like a good game for Staunton to come back into as well. Um, yeah, I, I I don't know. It would have been good to see some of the younger players, but Charlie Lee said on Saturday that he was going to play a first team, treat it like a first team game. So, all those first teamers played. I, yeah, I think it was absolutely. I I agree with that. I know there's been a little bit made about the fact that there were no youngsters involved, but as I said to you guys when we when we chatted about it, I, how many times do we see a league cup run? All the kids in every round until the final, then the final turns up and. They play, they play the first team. A football decision was made, and I think that was it. It was just purely a, 
a football decision. I would have liked to have seen youngsters on the pitch, but Charlie Lee decided that he was desperate to win this thing and and went all out and went for it and yeah, gave the first team a, a, a proper run out. D- didn't even swap the goalies. Didn't even give Max Evans a run, let alone when we didn't see any of Toby Stevens or um, of Ollie Haste or anything like that. So I was a little bit surprised, but fair play to him. Makes a footballing decision, picked himself up a little trophy in the process. I think they got their credit after the match. There was, you know, you know, they were front and centre for the photos. They all got their medals and trophies, and there's been a few, you know, all the stuff on social media with the pictures of them, and I think Josh Staunton praised them and Charlie Lee praised them and everything. So they they got their credit for getting, yeah, helping get us to the final. Um, but you know, had we lost, <laughs> everyone would have been like, "Why don't we play the first team, Bath City?" Uh. Yeah, and he was right in saying that Bath City were considerably more than um, considerably better than any of the other opponents we played. Yeah, prior to that, so yeah, yeah. Having seen a few of these Somerset Premier Cup games, Ian, and obviously Charlie Lee spoke about how it had been great for the club and the opportunity to play these these young players. Do you think any of those young players can be? Trouble in the first team setup, whatever that looks like next season. Um, it's hard to say, isn't it? Because under Darren Sahl, they always seem to be just around the squad, never really get any meaningful game time. I mean, Gabriel Rogers sort of came in, sorry, Gabriel Rogers sort of came in a couple of times in in the second season, didn't he? But never particularly. I don't think anyway, he never performed brilliantly enough to warrant, you know, regular runner games. So I don't know. It depends on the manager, doesn't it? And what he thinks, if he thinks they're ready. I'm not asking what the manager thinks, Ian. I'm asking what you think. Okay. Answer I... the question, Matt. <laughs> if you were the manager, I'm not saying you will be, but he's probably in the in the running somewhere. Would you would you would you field Jake Graziano in your starting eleven on the first game next season? Yes or no? No. Okay. Because <laughs> I'd have Dan Muss back. Yes. Yeah, he was there, wasn't he? He was. I didn't. I didn't see him, but yeah, yeah. Everyone said he was there. As was Rob Cousins and Dean Berkeley. There you go. Who were they supporting though? Because they both both bath, weren't they? Yeah, they were in bath. with the Yeovil fans for the first half. Right. Second, they they may have gone. They may have switched in the halftime break to go and support their other team. More fool them, I say. Yeah, more <laughs> fool them if they did. But um, but yeah, I mean, uh, hopefully we will. I hope that we we will see some of them given give given a chance. And Ollie Haste has been. Uh, well, not as Ben revealed as uh, as Charlie <laughs> Lee as Charlie Lee revealed to Sheridan, much to the annoyance of. Uh, the media team, aka Sam, um, he has got a contract now, which is good. I think that's a player that's come through the college system. I know, but has been has been picked up. Nevertheless, that's a that's a good, warm, fuzzy feeling. Do we agree? Yeah, we can't, warm or fuzzy. We can't make our Barnstable Towns Ollie Hayes joke anymore, can we? Exactly. Uh, <laughs> Although we do now have two bona fide left backs and not a lot else. Who are our bona fide left backs? Morgan Williams and Ollie Haste. That's it. Uh, That's all we've is, got. He a le- is he a left back? He was left back for England, I think. 
Yeah. <laughs> it kept Stuart Pierce <laughs> out the side. <laughs> Ashley Cole. Stuart Pierce. That's how. That's that the first a, left bat. The yeah. first left bat that came to my An head. Absolute indication of age. Yeah. The, the left, the English left back you thought of was Stuart Pierce. <laughs> <laughs> who's, who's left back now for England? Who's England's left back now? I genuinely Come don't on, know. Tell me. There you go. <laughs> Who would you think of if you thought of an English left back? You think Cole. of Ashley Cole. Cole. Yeah. 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 Cole. He was the second one that came into my head. So. Graham Lasso. But yeah. No. Graham Lasso. <laughs> Score yeah. the only man to score. Um, uh, a winner in a tournament final for England since the World Cup, by the way. He scored the winner. Yeah, the Tournoi. The Tournoi, 1997. Yeah. It's Brazil, <laughs> wasn't it? Yeah, Ian keeps looking up. I think I'm waiting for the reaction of him spotting that Rob Holding's been sent off and that Spurs and... are now 2-0 up. Yeah, uh... <laughs> yeah I'm going to turn this live blog off. Um... <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. Le um, Tournoi, blimey, there's a blast in the past. We've strayed again, haven't we? Uh, yeah. Le Tournoi, by the way, was the tournament in which Roberto Carlos did his weird banana goal. Yeah. yeah. Weird. Ronaldo scored in that final as well, didn't he? Graham Lasso is a, uh, is a lofty heights. <laughs> so, welcome to the Graham Lasso cast. <laughs> People be thinking, who the hell's Graham Lasso? <laughs> Anything else we want to talk about? Or should we just call it yourself? No, I think he's still there. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm still here. I'm still here. <laughs> um, so where were we? Youngsters, yeah. It'd be, it'd, be, it'd be good to see some of those youngsters in the first team. Um, you know, we talked about, well, you talked about it with Chris Wheel, didn't you? And how having there was players like him and Andy Lindegaard and other names that we're going to see at the weekend um, came through. And I think it just gives... It gives the local kids in the area something to aspire to if they know someone who's come through their college. I mean, I remember being at school and, you know, Andy Lindegaard's picture was on, like, the school halls because he he was a professional footballer and he'd been to Buckler's Mead. And I think Martin Craney was on the wall as well. So I think if you can get some of these players on contracts and they've come to, from the schools in the area and they're on the pitch... It's good. It's good for me when I was a kid. And look at me now. Exactly. <laughs> Speaking as a professional footballer, Ian would like to say how inspired he was yet, by Steve? Andy Lindegar. Are you on the wall yet, Ian? <laughs> Off the wall. Okay, yeah. Are you going to dye your hair blonde this weekend, Ian? Well, why? Andy Lindegar's dying his hair blonde, isn't he? <laughs> he's, raised, he's raised 500 quid. For the uh, for the foundation from people sponsoring him to dye his hair blonde. <laughs> well, I am not going to dye my hair. Blonde. I want to know if Gawley's getting the tram tracks back again. That's what I I I, I offered him. I put hundred pound up. I said I will give you. I will put hundred pound in if you give the tram tracks. Are they going to you know, be there though? You know the video he put out this week that was quite yeah. side side on. Yeah. I wondered if there was going to be a head turn and a reveal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it never happened. Um. But, you know, <laughs> I wonder if they're hidden. Yeah. Um, or do you just reckon his tattoos look better on that side? Is that what it was? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, Dave. <laughs> we'll find out the weekend, I guess. Okay. Anything else you want to talk about Somerset Premier Cup-wise? 
we haven't done a lot of Somerset Premier Cup chatting. Let's be honest. We've kind of covered it. <laughs> um, nice that Gene Cotton gave the trophy over. That was nice. Yeah. That's just a nice yeah. thing. We like saying nice things. So nice. Nice. Nice thing. A very nice thing. Yeah, it was good. It was a nice little evening. Always good to win a bit of silverware. Nice. A decent crowd. Like you said, 300 odd from Bath, and there was over a thousand there in total, wasn't there? Which yeah. is all right, considering. Yeah, yeah. I think so. It's only like seven quid to go as well. Bargain. A bargain. Plus, I got a Thatcher's Gold from the bar beforehand with my mate Vern. Your mate Vern. Happy days. All right, then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ulti. Okay. Ulti. Are we not going to go chronologically? Legends game first, then Ulti? Or are we going to do it that other way around? Flip it. I think I think we should flip it, personally. Let's talk about the Legends game last. Is that because that that's the only one that actually matters this weekend? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty well, much. We're yeah. I'm going to say we're driving a long way. We're driving a long way to go to the Legends game, and then we're driving a long way back because it's on the way home anyway, isn't it? So, How many people do you think are going to be listening to this whilst we are hammering it down the M6 tomorrow, Coach? Uh, six, I reckon. Six people. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that many people. Um, but yes, we will be hammering it down the M6 uh, from. Oh, I can't think. What time is it? Getting in? One o'clock? Something like that. Twelve thirty-nine. Please don't leave 12, me hanging. Twelve thirty-nine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I will endeavour to be there in and around that time. <laughs> but yes, we will. <laughs> Sometime around that time. <laughs> in <Yeah>. and around. <laughs> At some keep it, point. Um, keep it vague, yeah. And then on the way back, what, what time are we leaving Ilminster? For the 5.30 kickoff. off <laughs> 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 uh, Well, I, I estimate it's it's about, did we say four hours from Ilminster? Okay. Coach, yeah. can do it in two. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you want to be there, you want to be there for... Two o'clock, did you say, at the latest? I think so, yeah, for BBC purposes. So I reckon if we're leaving no later than nine o'clock. I mean, the coach is leaving Hewish Park at half past seven, the supporters coach. Wow. Yeah. Do you want to so go with them then, instead? If... Oh. <laughs> no. If I'm, at, long... if I'm at Ilminster for nine o'clock, I reckon we're there, we're there bun, bu buckets of time. 11, 12, 1, or should we say half eight? Half eight, okay. Then. Half eight. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'll be there at half six if you want me to be. But, um, yeah. I don't. Anyway, I really now don't. our travel arrangements are sorted. What, what are we expecting from Old Trinum? Um, there, there you go. Now I sound like... Uh, there you go, Ben. Have, you done, have, you, have you done your prep, Ben? You I haven't. Can... Oh, okay. I haven't. I absolutely haven't. I haven't had a minute to myself. I have, however, got four hours in a car tomorrow afternoon, which has got oh. prep time written all over it. So, <laughs> doesn't want to talk to me, does he? <laughs> I'll just be rattling off Ultium yeah. facts to you. Yeah, <laughs> lucky yeah. day. I'm going to put Immigrant Song on repeat and just play it over and over again until that's all you can think of. I think you should just put Ben in the back with an iPad yeah. on, on the headrest <laughs> so he can watch loads of movies that he's not seen before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No Wi-Fi in my car, I'm afraid. Turn around yeah. and crying watching Shawshank Redemption. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say Toy Story. Well, that too. Toy Story 4 yeah. will get you. Yeah. Toy Story yeah. 3, where they accept their fate in the, in the, spoiler, where they accept their fate in the, uh, in the burners. 
and they think they're all going to melt into plastic mush and they, and they all hold hands. If that doesn't get you, you're <laughs> dead inside. Wow. <laughs> It's got a point, um, Dave. I don't know if you've seen <laughs> Toy Story 3. I, I, I have. I have. I have. I'm just trying to work out what this has got to do with old Yeah, but... I've tried a thought. We have not been able to stick on <laughs> any topic, have we, tonight? It's been a long we day. We haven't. We haven't. Um, but... Altrium haven't lost at home since the 22nd of January. Ooh, that's right. good. There you go. Momentum on their side. Momentum on their side. They've also obviously announced a big um, change with them yeah. turning professional. Yeah. I mean, at this point, given that we can't stick to talk at Aldrinum, would it be worth bringing in somebody who can talk about Aldrinum? Oh, this is this. And then is we why. can try again. What a pro. There you go. Okay. What a pro. So I would like to hand over to Erin from Golf Road Goals. You'll notice I struggled to say that when I was talking to her, um, which is an Altrinum Twitter and Instagram account. So, yeah, we'll talk to Erin. She can talk about Altrinum. So, hello, this is Dave, and I am joined by Erin from the, and I'm going to say this slowly because I've stumbled over this a couple of times already, the Golf Road Goals, uh, which is an Instagram and Twitter account dedicated to Altrincham FC, our final day opponents this weekend. So, Erin, first of all, welcome to the Glovers Cast. Oh, thank you very much. It's great to be here. Thanks very much. Yeah, no, thanks for joining us. Really appreciate it. So it's the end of a long season. And for some reason, the end of National League season seemed to bring Town and Altrincham together because I think it was the our second from last game, probably yours as well, that we were we were up at, uh, at Moss Lane anyway. That was quite a game, wasn't it? 4-3, if I remember rightly. Yeah, 4-3 it was at the final, uh, I think, the second to last. Second to last game of last season, and then I think we bought uh, we bought someone off the we bought Tom Pears off the bench. He scored eighty fifth minute, and then Josh Hancock finished it in the ninety second for us. We put on quite quite a performance then. That's right, yeah, I remember. So uh, I was uh, I snuck in under the cover of darkness because it was uh, a limited attendance even then, wasn't it? Back end of uh, so what would that would have been at the end of May, I think. And uh, yeah, you were to you were two 0 up at half time. Then we got it back to two all. Then we went three to Ed with uh, fact, Charlie Lee, who's our assistant, well interim caretaker manager at the moment. He scored, and then as you say, Tom Pierce came off the bench after eighty minutes, scored in eighty five, and then uh, Josh. Hancock is uh, another substitute by the looks. Oh no, he wasn't. I beg your pardon. He was playing for you all the way through. Yeah, he scored in the 90th minute to, um, yeah, break our hearts. So uh, yeah, I mean, we'll, hopefully we'll um, uh, we'll go for an, another another good game anyway, whatever way it turns out. But how how has the season been for Altrincham this season? How have you found this is your second season up? Am I right? Since you came up into the conference. Yeah, we came up with in August of 2020 after beating Boston 1-0 in the finals of the playoffs. Okay. And normally what happens with us is we have a terrible start to the season and then we get really good good form and then it just kind of curtails off towards the end. Right. So then for this season, we had a really good start, had a run for about 17 games where we didn't win, where we just lost and drew consecutively for like 17 games. And then now we're unbeaten in nine at home. 
Okay, right. Well, that's um, that's 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 pretty good going there. So we're we're catching you in in good form. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah, I mean, we've conceded, I think, three in nine games at home. Wow. And so we've we've not lost at home for a for a while now. I think oh. since February. Wow. Okay. All right. So, so, so we're up against a a, a tough opponent. Uh, what is it about uh, you at home? What is it that 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 perhaps doesn't replicate away? Is there a there an atmosphere at Moss Moss Lane? I think there's definitely a bit more of an atmosphere at Moss Lane. So we've been having some of our record attendances, attendances we've not had since the late 1980s. This is our, I think, highest points tally that we've had since about 1990. We just we currently going into this game, sitting one point behind you. Um, but I think there's just more of an atmosphere. We tend to have more home fans at Moss Lane than we do take away. Okay, so it gets, it gets more of an atmosphere. And I'm guessing where you're located. I mean, I've been corrected about this because Ultranham isn't Greater Manchester, is it? It's Cheshire, am I right? Um, I think it kind of lies between that so we're okay i think it's by trafford council but then classified as cheshire so i'm not cheshire. really sure on that one. okay okay someone told me off for calling it manchester and i'm never quite sure you know you gotta be careful with those <laughs> kind of things you don't want to upset people do you but um but yeah so um so I, i'm guessing do you, you you have a sort of a hardcore supporters do you tend to attract some of the uh the sort of bigger club supporters, your Manchester United and people like that, maybe when they're not playing, do you get the casual support come down and watch as well? Yeah, what normally happens with that is when like my, the Premier League teams nearby aren't playing, we normally give them a reduced ticket price to come and get them to watch okay. us. So I think it's normally about a tenner sometimes. Okay, good idea. Yeah, get some more people through the doors, can't you? So, so it's been a it's been a good season, and obviously next year is going to be a massive one in the history of Oldham Football Club because you are going to be a full time team for the first time in in your history. I think. I mean, how's that all gone down? I, I seem to remember you were looking to do that this season, and then it was maybe put off because of the financial situation. If I ever remember that right. Yeah, I mean, there's been speculation around it and talk from the board about it for. A- a couple of seasons now how we said that we wanted to go full time and we want to compete with the higher teams in our league where as Phil Parkinson said in our like announcement video for that there's only so long that you can keep overachieving for so I think it's a good time to do it and I think we've got the right set of players and the right staff at the club to do it. Absolutely. And this week, obviously, you've announced that you're going into full time and I think I'm right in saying there's a few players who've decided that they're going to be leaving the club. They want to uh, presumably stay part-time, carry on with their careers outside of football. Is that correct? Yeah, unfortunately, we've got seven of our players right. leaving. Connor Hampson, Jake Mo- our captain, Jake Moll, Josh Hancock, Tom Hannigan, Sean Densmore. He's been at the club for over, I think, 14 years. Wow. Tony Thompson and Andy White all set to leave okay. and carry on with their careers outside of football. Yeah, and presumably they'll all still be available for, for Sunday. That will be their last game, will it? Yeah, I think that'll be their final game. So I think there's there's quite a lot planned from the fans to give them a send-off that they deserve. And I think that it's going to be a sad one to let them all go, I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I remember, I'm showing my age here now, but going back to, to the, tooth, uh, the start of the 
start of century 2000s when we turned full time we had a very similar situation where we had a lot of players who wanted to um, to remain put part time and we had a real big turnover of players so i uh, yeah i do i do still remember how uh, how that was even all these years on but um but yeah so i mean that will be quite a transition but you've got a very good manager there in phil parkinson i think he's well well regarded at this level i mean are you confident that he's the man to steer you through that transition Oh, definitely. He's been, he came in, I think, after we'd been basically knocked down two times. We've been relegated twice in the Northern Premier League. He came in with his assistant, Neil, Neil Sorbel, and they brought us back up in the first season. So we got promotion back to the National League North that season by being champions. Then they got us to the playoffs the first season back. We got knocked out by Chorley. And then the season after, uh, we got promoted back to the conference and I definitely think he's the man to do it. Okay, so you've got the right man there. And and off the field as well, there's um, there's good support for him there, is there? Yeah, definitely. I think everyone in the club's behind him. To, to I think he's just going to take us, as he says, he wants to take us as high as he can. And he's definitely the man to do it with us full time. Fantastic. Great. Um, so I guess the only other thing to ask you is it's been a very long time since Yeovil Town fans have been to Altrinham. We're just taking a look back at the um at the records, and it was actually April 2000 that we uh, we drew two all with you um back on back then. Uh, what can Yeovil Town fans who are making the journey up expect from, from Moss Lane? Well, I think that they'll find it's quite a welcoming ground. It's quite an old style non-league grounds there's I think two seated stands and the rest of yep. it's all terraced uh, we've got quite a large away end so you'll probably be allocated the checkers end which is the uncovered away stand behind the goal and you, you really you're really quite close to the pitch and we've got some really good food at the club fantastic well I love that I like that last bit good food is always always makes for a good day and, uh, and what about on the pitch I remember um, seeing a few uh, you know a few of the players that you had uh, last thing you played a very good uh, sort of brand of football a nice attacking style of football is that who should be the ones that we should be looking out for this weekend Ryan Colcoff uh, yeah I remember him. Ryan Colcoff is just the one to cut inside he shoot from anywhere and he can score from anywhere Dan Mooney he's on form at the moment he scored in our last game which was a one-all draw with Bromley at Hayes Lane he's on form Isaac Marriott in the midfield has just been undroppable recently, just 110% effort every game. So I think those will definitely be the three to look out for. Yeah, I remember Colclough. I was looking back and I was noticing that he hadn't played for the last couple of games. And I was hoping that meant he might be out or something, but he's not as easy. He's still there. He's still at the club. I don't know whether he just took a knock in a previous game and they're just trying to maybe make sure that he's fit for the end of season game I think it might just be a precautionary measure oh okay right maybe I'm being a bit hopeful there that he won't be about okay <laughs> right fantastic well Aaron really appreciate you taking the time to to talk to us and um, obviously I, I can't wish you too much luck on Sunday but uh, but best <laughs> of luck with everything uh, with going full time and uh, yeah hopefully when we play again next season we can get you back on the talk to us then oh thank you that would be great thank you so much no brilliant thanks for joining us Thank you for having me. OK, 
Okay, so a big thank you to Erin, the winner of the Non-League Bible Under-18 Content Creator of the Year 2021. Ben, how many Non-League Bible Awards did we win in 2021, 2022 and 2023? The exact same amount in each year. We have got exactly the same number of Non-League Bible Awards as uh, Lance Armstrong has got Tour de France's. So great news. Well done to us. Well done. Well done. Round of applause. Quickly, move it on, move it on. It's, move the, take, on. it's the taking part that counts. Yeah, thank God for that. <laughs> yeah. All they need is a category of uh, podcast that witter on about Graham Lasso, and we've got it nailed, I reckon. I mean, so, if yeah. someone famous bought Yeovil Town, maybe we'd have lots of people voting for us. Oh. How did how did two Wrexham podcasts come first and second? Yeah. Like, get on. And, and they won Best Non-League Club of the Year. And do you know what really makes me happy? Is that they'll be in for it next year as well? <gasps> oh, he went there. Da, 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 da. At me, I Reynolds. <laughs> I do. I do love watching the Wrexham uh, fans and Stockport fans constantly going against each other. Oh, where's Wi-Fi's down in North Wales tonight, isn't it? And you can. Then they don't learn, do they? It's like every time it, they, one of them always go and uh, louse it up. And now after Tuesday night, they only need a point now, don't they, um, uh, Stockport? But I bet you they'll be going like that. 5p, 50p. Yeah, exactly. Yes, 5p, 50p. Uh, they have got Halifax, though. Yeah, exactly. And Halifax, can, yeah. They yeah. can still get top three. Are we yeah. trying to pick up a Wrexham audience here, or do we need to carry on with Altrincham versus Yeovil yeah, yeah. Sorry, Erin. We've uh, yeah, we've gone off track here, haven't we? But but yeah. So Altrincham. So I was there last uh, last year. Uh, yeah, don't, tell anybody. don't tell anybody. Don't tell anybody. It's home fans only. Exactly. You and me. We're going to get to the Great Master Border, aren't we? And there's going to be a block on the motorway, isn't there? <laughs> They're going to put a roadblock down to uh, to stop us. Maybe if we're we're not in a. Uh, I was going to say a Western. They didn't have roadblocks in Westerns, did they? But uh, I guess they Dukes of Hazard or something like that. Um, <laughs> we are not staying. How can we not stay on topic tonight? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So last season, obviously 12 minutes into the game last season, just Nurfield suffered a terrible uh, broken leg, went off on a stretcher. Sheridan asked him about it after the um, the game against Bourne Wood on Saturday. He seemed... He seemed pretty relaxed about everything, didn't he? Just in the field, he was uh, seemed like he's got his head screwed on. But what do we reckon he's going to do? Do you reckon he's going to um, be affected by it, or do we reckon he'll be affected by just going out there and ripping some people to pieces? What do we think, Ben? Come on, Ben, tell me, Ben. Well, he did play in the Tuesday night game, so he's going to go back to back, and that might mean he's maybe not as fresh as he could be, but there was a comment right at the start when we signed him, wasn't there? The manager said something like, he'll be ready for that game against Altrincham. And so I wonder if he's got this in his mind. And yeah, I, I wouldn't fancy being an Altrincham fullback for the first half of that particular game if he gets the nod, which he should get the nod, I think, um, considering everything he's been through. Yeah. But as we heard from Aaron there, it's going to be quite a big day for them. Obviously, their last ever game was a part-time football team and seven of their players have um, are leaving because they're remaining part-time uh, to keep their keep their careers. So and seven quite big players. So it's going to be, she mentioned, um, 
in our chat just then about how uh, there's going to be celebrations to mark. I mean, it sounds like quite a nice club, Old Trinham. I think it's uh, quite a quite a and so it'd be quite a nice, uh, friendly place to be. But I don't know. Here we go. Me being the old man again. But yeah, do either of you remember when we went from part time to full time? Ian, you must remember that. Yeah, I I, I remember it. Yeah. Yeah, because we, lo- yeah. we lost a few, didn't we? Yeah, but we brought in Darren Way, Nick Crittenden, um, plenty of Barrington others. Belgrave. Barrington Belgrave, Ben Smith signed on full time. We we had some players brought in, and we. Yeah. I think the big ones were that we kept hold of Tony Pennock and Warren Patmore for a bit, didn't we? They yeah. stayed part time until Gary Johnson wanted us to be fully full time and they all moved on but yes I do remember it yeah it was a bit of a transition I was saying to Erin there that um there was a uh you know there, it, it it was a strange time um to be around so I imagine it will be a bit of a quite a transition but it sounds like they're fairly solid they've got a decent manager there as well so hopefully they, they, they made the transition. So there can't be too many part-time teams left now, can there, in, in this division? Wilson. I mean, Dover have gone. Weymouth have gone. Kings Lynn have gone. I'm not sure what are the status of the teams coming up. No, that's true. Yeah. And there's some of them playing, as we speak, aren't we? I think Kidderminster are playing Boston. Yeah, the very good pies in Kidderminster. I'd quite like Kidderminster to go up for chicken bolty pies, if nothing else. So there you go. <laughs> they 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 have my vote, even though it's probably the furthest National League North team from from where I am. I'll say that they're one nil down at halftime. All right, I'll stop it's, backing them then. It's um Dartford versus Chippenham Town as well. Chippenham Town was to that, come up. Is that Nas- is that National League South? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. I thought Chippenham Town. We've uh, we've, down, we've, we've we've done it again, lads. <laughs> we have, we have, we? Oh, why can't we stick to Altrinham? Let's talk team news then. Let's talk teams. Last day of the season. Any thoughts? Any thoughts that maybe we might see a couple of switches? We might see some players given some minutes. Are we going to see Ollie Hayes make his debut, fresh from signing his new contract, or are we going to finish off with? the side that we would expect to see. Anybody thinking that we might get a bit of Ollie Hayes time off the bench or something? I think we'll go with the same. I just think we'll go with the same again. Sorry, Ben. I'm sorry it's not the most exciting. I'm just trying to force a bit of excitement into this. <laughs> i tell you who won't play. Max Hunt. He won't play. Oh, that's a shame. Um, which means Josh Staunton will probably play Ben. Hey. That's good news. That's great news is what that is. Love you, Josh. Um, yeah. Then who else have we got? I think I think Nerfield's gonna really be up for this one. I do. I, I don't think it really doesn't seem like anything particularly affects him. He just doesn't seem phased at all. He got a bit shirty with a Bath keeper towards after we scored our third goal. Um, the Bath keeper must have said something to him, and he got really angry um which is unusual for josh he gets booted around and pulled all over the place but never reacts ever so um it was unusual to see him like that but he uh 
he's such a different player than he was when we first had him. He felt, you know, that first time we had him, he was seemed quite slight, quite skinny, and was really just a boy. But now he's he's playing through the middle, and he's like hench. <laughs> he's really bulked up, and like everyone's be like, "Oh, fucking Arsenal again." Here we go. But the way he plays, he's got. He's not Thierry Henry. Young Kevin Campbell. He's, he's not Thierry Henry, but he's got a, he's got that strength and that pace about him. He plays with such pace and power that, like, the amount of times when he picks up the ball on the left hand side and runs at defenders, and they're all just bricking it, like backpedaling. Like he's got, he just seems to strike fear into other teams, and I just think it's been great to see him with supporters in grounds and see him play. And I just think he's going to, he's going to go so far. I, I genuinely think he'll be at the top, top of the game eventually. Yeah, I think I agree. And out of our squad, who do we think we will never see again? Oh. And why is it Ruben Reed? Mark Little. Yeah, I think yeah. it could be right. Yeah, it could be the end of Mark Little. I think it might be the end for for Addy and and for Ruben as well. Um, I think I think there might be a few more. It's Luke Wilkinson. Did, we... Yeah, bloody Woking going to sign everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, I accept it. Woking are going to sign all our players. That's it. I've accepted it now. I'm over it. But um, but yeah, I could. I, could I mean, they can. All of those players, they can have Ruben Reed yeah. and Adi Yusuf and Mark Little if they want. Them. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't think they can afford all of them. <laughs> um, no, let's no, not well, get on not, to not on whatever. No. Is there anyone else? Is there anyone else you don't think we'll see? Um, I don't think we'll see Sonny again. Could well see him at Woking, couldn't we? Given his connections with their manager. Um, but yeah, I would. I don't think we'll see him again. Like I say, just just Northfield, their manager. <laughs> you can't even. Is their manager? Can't even say his name, Dave. <laughs> okay. Well, we're going to see him on Saturday, aren't we? So Darren Sal. Yeah, yeah, up close and personal. Uh, yeah. There you go. Well, we'll, we'll wish him all the very best, won't we? <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, I don't believe you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Josh Neufeld, I don't think we'll see him again but for the very same reason you just said there. I think Josh Neufeld is going up. very, very high, very, very quickly. I don't think I don't think he'll touch League Two. I think next season will be, especially if Luton go up. I think he'll be looking at a League One team next year. That's how good he is. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Possibly all a few the more others. As well. Yeah, huh? Possibly a few more, but I let you say I think the, the rest of the squad have more chance of staying. Yeah, let's hope so. Let's hope some of them stay. Let's hope so. Otherwise, it's just Morgan Williams and Ollie Hagston. I don't really back them to play in 11 positions between him. Okay. So I don't know. I think Morgan, Williams, I think Morgan Williams could give it a good go. Yeah? Playing in all 11 positions at once. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that, is that old to them? We, we did try there. We were really quite trying, I think. Really trying. We can finish 12th. Is twelve acceptable? <laughs> we can't. We can't. Uh, well, uh, we can't do anything else about it, Ben. Um... <laughs> well, 
12th is more than acceptable. I thought we were going to finish 14th, which I think is the lowest we can finish even now. So. I mean, Ben, you're the one who had us. Where did you have us? Eighth or ninth, I think, yeah. So are you accepting of 12th, given that you ex- expected 8th or ninth? Not particularly, no, if I'm being completely honest with you. Um, I felt like that the, the, the team was good enough and there have been so many near misses, so many what-ifs if we had scored past the part-time team with a left-back in goal um, one more time. Which was Altrin and wasn't it? Was it? They were the one that had the left-back in goal, weren't they? When we drew was one it? all at our place. I think it was them. I'm pretty certain it was them. You can tell I haven't done my prep, can't you? It was either yeah. them or Maidenhead. Yeah. No, I think it was them. I think it was Altrinham. Oh, Hampson went off, didn't he? There you go. Thompson went in goal. Hampson come off? Is that right? Are you anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I'm stalling for time. Leave me alone. Uh, <laughs> what, what, what time do we need? Anyway, yeah, yeah so... Yeah, goalkeeper went off after 16 minutes, you're right, and Hanson came on in his place. Correct. But yes, I am 12th. It's 12th acceptable. I think I had us down as 13th, didn't I? So happy days. We're above where I thought we'd be. <laughs> yeah, true. AJ Leak Smith scored. We... I didn't realise AJ Leak Smith was still there. Is he still there? He is there, but he hasn't played since the end of March. So, oh, maybe well, hasn't hasn't been involved since the end of March, so yeah. Okay, so we just move on from. Yeah, we, we, we what can you say? It is the battle to finish in the middle of the middle of the middle of the middle of the middle yeah. of the division. We need four yeah. goals to. Well, we need five goals to get to a positive goal difference. We need. Yeah. Well, okay. Let's talk about a subject which we obviously won't longingly look back into the past and think about better days and let's talk about Saturday's Legends game. Yay! At Hewish Park. playing in that? <laughs> I'll tell you. Shall it's I tell Darren you? Darren Sowell. Yeah, your Ben's mate I'll Darren. Play. Ben's mate Darren Sowell's going to be there. I've got nothing against Darren Sowell. I've never met the man. <laughs> Ben's going to have his own private gaffer's presser. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Ben. Yeah. Um, so some of the names, should I list all the names? That's just a list of names, isn't it? We've got a page with all the names on, on the website. If you click the, the big picture of the Legends game poster, you can see the names. But who are we most excited to see out of the Yeovil Town players? Well, I think I might have preempted a GCQ there from uh, at YTFC game. Of... Have we got a GCQ from them? Yeah. Kevin Gould has asked us a question. <laughs> oh, God. So if we don't say Kevin Gould now, he's going to sulk at us, is he? <laughs> is that what it is? Well, but, we did have this question a couple of weeks ago, I think, which one we were looking forward to. I think we all said the midfield, didn't we? As a collective. <laughs> yeah. The midfield. Johnson, Way and Williams. Yeah. Although, can I add uh, Trevor Kettle into the mix? as who I'm looking yes. forward to see. <laughs> yeah. Yes. What a great announcement. Oh, fair play to him. Because that's yeah. got to take some guts for what is apparently, um, I think it's been announced or kind of announced, but it might be his last ever game refereeing a football match. And he's chosen to do it at Hewish Park after all the grief we've given him over the years. Fair, fair play to him. Because that is... A you were a... going to say something rude then. <laughs> I was. I was. <laughs> and I thought, we're not supposed to be swearing. Um, so yeah, fair play to him for doing that, for giving up his time and supporting 
this Legends game, despite the fact that he's uh, he's got a history with us. And I I'm, I don't think he'll take any enjoyment away from the game. Some people might suspect. No, God, no, he'll be <laughs> no, he'll be absolutely fine. And if he gets a couple of seconds, we might try and have a word with him if we can possibly try and have a word with him. And if you Google Trevor Kettle, you will realise he hasn't just got a history with the Oval Town. He's got a history with a lot of clubs. <laughs> uh, yeah, and we've spoken about the Wimbledon, uh, you know, blowing or Accrington or whatever it was, blowing the whistle before <laughs> when the ball was on its way into the net. So I think there are other clubs that he's got a bit of a history to. But yeah, um, are we are we sitting or standing together on 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 Saturday? Because I, I will start shouting things at Trevor Kettle. You know, you've got to be. Speak. We've got to be nice. We're we're in. Aren't we in the, in the posh bit having lunch? But when the be... game's on. Oh, I don't know. Not when the game's on. Oh, can we be there when the game's on? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it is for charity, it so yeah. <laughs> we probably have to rein it in a little bit. Oh, you can't yeah. go dragging Coatsy down the stairs. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> When, yeah. when Kevin Amankwa skins everyone and puts in a yeah. great ball for Chris Cohen to head in. Circa 2006, 2007. Very nice. Very nice. I like that it's different squads blending together. You got a bit of 07 in there, a bit of 05. The what, could have, the what could have been if Gary Johnson didn't go up the M5 and take Wheelie, Johnson, Jevin. Jevo. <laughs> God, imagine that a manager moving from one club to another and taking out the squad with him. Yeah. <laughs> they had a lot of money at Bristol City at that time, though, didn't they? So, yeah, Coates is livid. <laughs> Coates is livid. Um... <laughs> I'm not. I'm, 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 it's fine. It's fine. So... I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> so the Legends game. The tickets are still on sale. Uh, adults eight pounds, young person four pounds, under four are free of charge, and you can you need to get a ticket though. Um, family ticket two adults and two young persons for twenty pounds as well. Uh, get your tickets. The Thatcher's Terrace is open, and it's pretty much free reign, so you can go wherever you want within the ground. And I think is you know another important thing to say is you know the club have given the facilities to um, the game, like free of charge. Um, so props to that credit where credit's due. They, they're having total access to everything um, and all the proceeds go to the Adam Stansfield Foundation. And it's massive. It's going to be great. It's going to be a good day. And of course, the, the game at 10.30, the supporters match as well on Jewish Park. I think it's important to you know, note that that's all included as well. It's not just 90 minutes in the afternoon. There's a whole day of stuff going on. So come along. You can... Yeah, get yourself down there. It'd be good to see some people with the support. Oh, I've never watched <clears throat> any of the supporters team games. So, yeah, it'd be good to uh, to see a few people out there giving them a cheer as well. I wonder, if, I wonder if Charlie Lee will be watching them. He might want some of them next year. <laughs> want slash need slash, yeah. Or Darren Sal might as well, actually. Saying yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure he'll take most of them. <laughs> the Woking supporters 11 probably need some players. Yeah, with character. Oh, yes. Um, so, yeah, do come along, because I think it's after all the stuff that's happened this season and, you know, our seasons has petered out despite 
tried. Yeah. Despite we... the belief that Darren Siles' teams don't peter out, Charlie Lee's teams don't peter out particularly, I don't think. Um, they seem to have a good go of it. Uh, but yes, come on down because I think it's going to be a great afternoon. And you know, for those who are a little bit younger and maybe don't know some of these players, um, they are legends and they probably give a lot of <laughs> our team a good game now, to be fair to it. <laughs> if you've not seen Gavin Williams run with a ball, hopefully Gavin Williams can still run with a ball, but you'll be I was going to say, we do have to uh, counter all of this by saying that they're all 20 years older than they were, <laughs> so well, they're there and thereabouts, aren't they? Yeah, so. but even then they were still young kids though, weren't they? Mm, yeah, but they're still, yeah, some, some of them are pushing 40, aren't they, so... <laughs> no age jokes don't do it Ian don't do it don't do it don't they need write, to do it they write themselves don't they anyway yes come on down we, of... we, we're making the effort to come down all the way we could have just stayed and gone to watch you on Sunday we made the effort because it is genuinely a brilliant worthwhile cause and Kev and Abby have worked their absolute asses off to get a couple of squads together to put this day on so if you can come along, amazing. Even if you cannot come, buy a ticket anyway because you're just making an awesome donation to a foundation. So there you go. I genuinely, genuinely would love to see as many people there as we can. Tickets in the back. Oh, and buy a program. Ian, you've seen the program in its finalised form. I have. I have. Tell, tell me how good the program is because all the words that I wrote for it are just on a Word document, so I haven't seen it all put together yet. <laughs> The program Ian, is... Ian, tell me how good I am. Come on, Ian. <laughs> if you could, that'd be amazing. The, the program is phenomenal, although I've got skin in the game, given that one of my best friends has designed the program. Um, and two of you podcasting and... colleagues are rowing in it. Come on, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A lot of work has gone into it, but it looks phenomenal, and I think um, everyone's going to enjoy having something to take home from the day as well. I think that's... Um, always nice i've got a box of programs from games and playoff matches and skivo's testimonial and all these various things that um you know nice keepsakes that will never find their way to ebay for ben to buy um <laughs> oh, i need to buy one because i'm gonna buy one of my own exactly and can i also say on the point of the work that kevin abby have put in to get this game on have either of you ever tried to get 11 players for a sunday morning game <laughs> um no not not in a long long time uh no yeah and it's a total disaster and very difficult to do so and for them to manage to get this many ex players even a current player or two in there um to come down and play is just you know a testament to the work that they've put into to put this game on um yeah so brilliant Brilliant stuff. I mean, we can't even get, we struggle to get one footballer for a podcast. So imagine, imagine having to get about 30 or 40 together for an actual match. Yeah. Unreal. And like you said, there are even a couple of current players. Dean Moxie is going to play and then play for Torquay the next day in the final game of the season. I know their season's done and dusted as well. They can't get anywhere, but fair play. He's going to do two and two. He's played a lot of games this season. So the Legends game is full of quality players. Small matter of Jamie McAllister, the only oval captain to ever lift a trophy at Wembley, is the captain or one of the players of the Southwest Legends team. So I think he should swap at halftime. I think it's only fair. <laughs> to be honest with you, yes, let's do it. Otherwise, 
Abdu's going to have a lot of running to do at left back. Maybe he should even manage for a bit and just see how he gets on. Maybe maybe drop a CV in on his way out. Just just, just drop a few around the ground. Oh, sorry. <laughs> drop that down there. No use leaving him at the ground, mate. No, sure, to be fair. <laughs> should we take some questions? Please. Okay. I've got Trevor Kettle's refereeing record here before we do. I was trying to find it a minute ago. Okay, you can um, go for it and I'll... I'll... You get the GCQs ready. Trevor yeah. Kettle's record when refereeing Yeovil Town games. 15 games refereed, five Yeovil wins, four draws, six opposition wins. That does include at least one of extra time and penalties. He's booked 26 Yeovil fans. He's sent off five, and that includes double bookings. He's booked 30 opposition players. Is yet to send off a single opposition player against Yeovil and yet to ever give Yeovil Town a penalty. I want that changed on Sunday, um, Saturday, by the way, please. He's given four against us, though. It's a lot of first evers up for grabs, isn't there? This week, just saying, send off one of the opposition. Don't mind who. Lee uh, Trundle, Lee Trundle, would be definitely Lee Trundle. Yep, yeah. send off Lee Trundle quite early on, and then give us a penalty, and we all know what happens when you ever get a penalty. Give Jevo, nailed on one nil. There you go. Okay, I've got the questions. Right. Harry Eaton asks, do you think Ruben Reed knew that you were allowed to jump to win a header? I don't think his feet left the ground at all in the SPC final. He didn't have a great game, did our Ruben? Um, but I gather he's carrying a bit of an injury. Is that but... a scoop? Is that a scoopy scoop? Uh, kind Journalism of. Scoop? Um, it's not... And I think when it was one of those games where he looked so terrible to the point that it's like, does he care or are you just really bad? Uh, but then when you, you learn that he's got a bit of a, a bit of an injury, you kind of think, why are we exposing him? <laughs> because he's one of the players who gets so heavily criticized, no, no matter what that like by Dave, that it just feels like, oh, I don't know, it feels like it's unnecessary. But yeah, he, he didn't have a great game, but I'm sure he can he can take it, can Ruben. I think we did agree that this season was the season that we were going to judge Ruben Reed on the goals he scored, wasn't it? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, same. Scored two? Has he scored two? Three, I think. Well. He, scored one. he scored one against South. End scored one against Bromley and he scored one at Barnet, so that's three. And I, I <laughs> see even maps you can do, Dave. <laughs> exactly. And I, I, and I said I will put five pounds to a charity of you, you two get to choose which charity five pounds for every goal Ruben Reed scored. And I stand by that. So there's 15 pounds waiting for a charity of your choice, so you can decide where's it going. You're going to be fuming when you get hat trick on Sunday. Yeah, I know. know. I will will put my money where my mouth is. Um, Barry Spiller, this isn't a question. Uh, Just a big thank you for what the three of you do for YTFC fans. The biggest compliment that I can say is I miss Ciderspace less than I used to. That's a pretty big compliment, isn't it? Yeah, I can say. I'm not very good at compliments. Can we move on? I'm not very good at taking compliments. Thank you, Barry. Very much. Cheers, Barry. It, yep. But Thanks, we don't Barry. we don't like praise. Stop saying nice things. <laughs> uh, Gareth Aspinall 
Mid-season mediocrity again this year. Woeful management. So let's focus on the positives. What's your favourite cheese and why? Great question. It's a great question. Answer? Cheddar. I yeah, I'm going to say you're going to be cheddar, man. I, mild cheddar. Milder the better. Not stronger the better. You may as well not have cheese if you're going no, to I like, it's mild a cream, cheddar. It's creamier. It's creamier. Mild cheese, mild cheddar is the way forward. Okay. There we go. Dave? I like one of those Mexican ones. You know, the uh, ones hey with ch- chili cheese. <laughs> um, that you can, uh, yeah, that you can get, particularly around Christmas, you tend to see them, don't you? So, Cinco yeah, de Mayo. Uh, I don't know. You see one from Sainsbury's. So, Feliz uh, Navidad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tequila infused. A Dale Gorman special. Yeah. <laughs> Easily. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mexican cheese. What's the only cheese that's made backwards? I think you've said this one before. Have I done this one before? It's Edam. Uh, yeah. E-D-A-M. Yeah, yeah. E-D-A-M. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah. That yeah. joke was quite Gouda. Gareth Aspinall is a resident of Altrincham, so if he's not there on Sunday, then hang his head in shame. I think he will be. Gareth, can you find Dave on the uh, terrace and tell him your favourite cheese? Yes, do that. Thank you. Very much. I will be there. I will find you, Gareth, and you can tell me your favourite cheese. And that is how you create a feedback loop. There we go. Okay, yes. Ian Watmore. I have a pre-match ritual. Buy a program. Uh, uh, Download one. Buy a, <laughs> buy, a, buy a golden gamble. Buy a cuppa, and don't sit down until kickoff. Any of you have a pre-match routine? Oh crikey, Dave is getting there. Get about there four ridiculously hours early. early. <laughs> Walk around town till I realise that every town we go to doesn't really have a lot going for it. Um, <laughs> wait, wait for the uh, wait for the coach to turn up and go to the bar. That's that's usually it. Uh, I don't think I have a routine. No, not particularly, except for the early bit. Um, no, I don't think I do. Do you guys? Um, I'm trying to think. I, I haven't been as a fan in forever. Um, but when I'm there as press, I have to. I, it's more days in advance. I have to do a certain level of prep. Otherwise, my brain won't compute. So I will. But that's about it. Um, when as a fan, no. I always used to like to stand in the same place, though. Um, behind, so I was Thatcher's Terrace behind the left hand goal as you're looking out onto the pitch, the goal post. I've got to stand behind that post, ideally, about halfway up level with the crossbar. My pre my pre-match ritual was turn up and hope for the best. <laughs> a quick prayer. <laughs> That's a good ritual. Yeah. yeah. Both both as a fan and on air. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um Ian also says loving my Glover's cast discovery. Great job. People are being nice again. Yeah. Stop this. Yeah, yeah. He was a Stop. he was a he's a, a recent convert, isn't he, Ian? So uh, yeah, he's only he's only just. What's he been converted? Yeah. What's he been converted from? The woking cast. Oh. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> About time yeah, going cast. the other way, isn't it? So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> card cast. Card cast. Card cast. Yeah. Um, if new yeah, this is. Next. Yep, sorry, Dave. All right. <laughs> London Green Dave asks if new owners come in, would you rather they invest in Hewish Park and its facilities or sell off the land for housing and build a shiny new stadium? What if doing a lot of heavy lifting in that sentence? <laughs> 
I don't think we'll have a choice either way, will we? But um, what would you uh, what would you rather? What would you rather? This is a hypothetical situation, Dave. Yeah, I mean, no. What would I rather? I would rather that we invested in Hewish Park and made the most of uh, of what is uh, a potentially an amazing stadium, but knowing full well that any sale or takeover will involve us, the club, us not owning a large percentage of the um, anything there. We, you know, if we do sell the ground to to the council, which seems like it's increasingly becoming the the likelihood um then i don't think that that's going to be possible and therefore um selling the land off for housing probably won't be us it would benefit from selling off for housing but maybe a new stadium is the uh is the more likely of those options so my answer would be i would rather invest in Hewish park but i, I don't think the situation is going to lead to us being able to do that i'm afraid yeah i'd say i'd say Hewish park Investing on making Hewish Park a seven-day-a-week facility so that the the 3G is booked out daily by whoever, your office five-a-side team or by more leagues and things. You have what uh, something stood where the tent used to be that becomes a thing that people book out seven days a week. You play darts on a Thursday night, skills on a Tuesday night, pool on a Wednesday night, whatever, on all the local leagues. And then you've got the yoga club in the Alex Stock Lounge on a Wednesday and you've got Slimming World and all the rest of it seven days a week make that the priority make what we have so good that the whole area converts converges on hewish park and puts money into it seven days a week there you go cool i like new stuff oh (laughs) give me something new and shiny yeah yes if it's the shinier the better really are our new microphone shiny um yeah kind of kind of shiny as shiny as black stuff can be okay um okay uh clevo clevo um <laughs> looking ahead to next season assuming we have a club no would you have any former players back released from their respective clubs or do we need fresh blood with no history and attachments to yeovil I've noticed that Ed Opson has been released by Stevenage today. That's the name that came into my head. I'd, I'd have, have him back. back. Yeah. Yeah. We kept uh, talking this season about how we needed an Ed Opson in midfield. We could literally have Ed Opson <laughs> in midfield. And who else has got a day named after him? Make sure he's right Hasn't got a day named after him, has he? St. Patrick's Day in about two weeks' time. Okay. Our St. Patrick's Day, not the actual. I was going to say, hang on a minute. (laughs) Our one. Um, What about, I want Grant Smith. I hope we keep Grant Smith, but I wouldn't say no to Stephen Henderson, who's been let go at Charlton. How old is he now, Stephen Henderson? Which is is why I think he might come down far enough, because he's probably been third choice keeper for too long now, that he's probably not at his absolute best, but. He was bloody good. He might just want to be a third choice keeper somewhere, though, and not actually have to play. <laughs> the Stuart Taylor effect. Um, I don't want to. I, I don't know. It's difficult. Like, I wouldn't turn down the likes of Ed Upson and those types of players, but at the same time, it's we need to start creating history again, don't we? And start 
doing things with fresh blood, which I think that's one of the things that we've sort of had with over the last few years. It's like we haven't really lent on any of, you know, other than Lawson Diath coming back as an ex-player. That's the only one I can really think of. Correct me if I'm wrong. Of you know, Craig Gorkop for that first year as well, didn't we? Yeah, but he was Darren Way brought him back, didn't mm. he? Um, so yeah, it would be nice to just have some freshness. Not even, not even Courtney Duffus. Well, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, he'd be all right. Are we talking that recently? I don't know. But yeah, the thing is, the problem I think we have as a club is. Well, it's not a problem, but players who've played for us seem to have really loved playing for us. Um, and they know what playing for Yeovil is all about. And I think you need to get... It's Maybe it's tricky to sell that into new players. I don't know. It probably isn't. Um, just pay them enough. But, yeah, I think for me, it'd be nice to see some some newness around and some, you know... Some young players who we can watch grow a lot like we did back in the late nineties, early two thousands. It feels to me like that's what kind of what we need is that reset of young players. A manager no one's heard of. <laughs> or a manager people have heard of. Um to follow up Clevo's initial question, <laughs> if yes, who would we like to see return? We've said Ed Upson. Stephen Anderson. I can't think of any others off the top of my head because I'm very tired. <laughs> oh, Coach, you got any? I said Ed Upson. Ed Upson. Okay. I, I said I said him right back at the beginning. No, no, I know, but have you got any? Have you, have you got any others? You're just happy with Ed. Ed's I, enough. I, 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 yeah, exactly. Go for quality over quantity. Okay. Okay. I think Gavin Williams still do a job. Um, Andrew Foote, in a time where the club feels like it has a dark cloud hanging over it, let's think happy thoughts. What makes... <laughs> Good start, Andrew. Good start. <laughs> what makes supporting Yeovil Town special for you? No other football club has made me this bloody exhausted ever. <laughs> That's what makes it special. I always say, uh, I, I mean, for, supporting a football club like this is is an addiction, isn't it? Because it's one of those things that you know it's not good for you and you know you should stop doing it. And people tell you you should stop doing it. And you shouldn't travel all the way down to Somerset and all the way back again in a two-day period. But you still do it. But I, I wouldn't have it any other way. I really wouldn't. And that's... Yeah, some people would say that that's tragic. And some people would say that that's... Uh, need to get a life, but... I wouldn't. It just, it's just what it is. But it said, and I know it's a bit of a cliche to say, "Oh, the people." But there, but it is. It, that's what it's all about. Now it? it's going. You don't go a lot of the games that I've been to over the last, certainly over the last like five, six years, anything since 2013 onwards, um, have not really been about going towards the football at all. It's more been about going to see people that you know. That's what it's about. It would be so easy to not support Yeovil Town. <laughs> even, even in the local area, it would be so easy to not be a Yeovil Town fan. And so those who do, those who stick by it, have to be a special breed of some sort or another. To, to... <laughs> some, uh, some sort of lunatic. <laughs> and yeah. so, a special breed of lunatic. 
for me, that's what makes it special is that we're all a bit bonkers. I think we've kind of had an like an era in our lifetime that's been very memorable and very special. And for me, it's like watching that amazing side that we're going to see some of this weekend and those years after and doing it with like a lot of, you know, the older members of my family who are no longer with us. It's all of like that type of thing. It's like I go to, you know, I love going to football because it brings back, you know, so I still, when I'm going as a punter, I still sit in the seat that I used to sit with my granddad because that's what makes it special supporting the Oval Town for me. It's like, and there's a hope that in, the fu- in, the, in the future you'll take your little lad and I'll be able to one day take my little boy and my little girl and say, this is what dad does. You can go with mum to the big fancy Ellen Rose Stadium if you want, or you can come with me <laughs> to Altrincham. <laughs> and then Ben turns up on his own the next game. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we all yeah, know he's been laughing. So, Dad, we think we'd him. like we'd quite like to watch him play Man United, actually, Dad. <laughs> I think Harlan's at Ellen Road this week for Man United. Well, Maidenhead United. <laughs> yeah. AJ Smith might be playing. You can't have Erling Harlan. <laughs> yeah, why have AJ Leach? Why have Erling Harlan when you can have AJ Leach Smith? True. Good. Good point. I think on that question, on that question from Andrew as well, it's like going back to that YTFC means to me hashtag from back along. Maybe we'll post that again tomorrow. The one that you stole. Yeah, I adopt. I adopted from from what's it, wasn't it? Oh, happy birthday! Happy yeah, birthday, birthday for yesterday. What's yesterday, it? also Homer Simpson's birthday yesterday. Happy birthday. Dude. Okay, another question. Robin Bachelor, since I got bodied oh, by Coatsy yeah. in the last GCQs, I'll keep my question Yeovil related. <laughs> cry laughing, cry laughing emoji. I feel like I'm reading the Colleen Vardy, Colleen Vardy, um, Colleen Rooney. That would be a twist if Colleen Vardy is. <laughs> Rebe- Rebecca Vardy <laughs> court case. <laughs> Amidst all the negativity and uncertainty, what makes you optimistic for the future of YTFC? Dave, do you want to say anything to Robin? I thought you were going to say Dave then. <laughs> <laughs> well, I make you feel optimistic. Yeah, I apologise, Robin. I didn't mean to. Uh, I didn't mean to get get shirty with you, but it is a Oval Town podcast, so we chatted for ten minutes on Graham Lasso. Um, <laughs> yeah, what makes not me optimistic? Play for you over. Um, I'll tell you what makes me optimistic is the fact that no matter what, there are so many good people that are associated with this football club still and continue to do incredible stuff. We've seen this past week, the fact that we've got a Legends game being put together by Yeovil people, Yeovil fans and former Yeovil players. The fact that we've got people willing to cycle 500 miles to raise money in memory of our captain, who, of course, sadly, in the most tragic of circumstances, passed away from us. The fact that we have so many amazing volunteers. We heard from one on the Get Pedaling podcast and the fact that we continually talk about the genuine bona fide Hall of Famer that is Pat Custard and the fact that we've got so many amazing people that work in our community sports trust areas who fill up 300 extra seats time and time again, match after match after match, and that we have got players that care. And if you've got all those things, you are... 95% 95% of the way to being heading in the right direction. Maybe not the most important 95%. You need the other five to go along with it. 
And over time, you know, things are cyclical like that. Those things come and go. But there are too many good people around our football club, too many hardworking volunteers, too many people who give up their own time and too many people who work their backsides off in the name of YTFC for us not to be optimistic about the long-term future of our football. There you go. I think it goes back to what you said before, Ben, that despite everything that has happened since, let's say, 2013 onwards, there are still all those people out there. Mm -hmm. And they probably were still the people who were, well, not probably, they definitely were the people who were doing all of those things, even in 2013. Um, So they they, they were there then, they're there now. That's the... uh, that, that that's the thing that keeps you keeps you optimistic. Yep. Yeah. I can I just say that oh go on, go on in. You say no, yours. I was just gonna say I'm optimistic about new shiny things. Yes. <laughs> Ian would like new shiny things as well. <laughs> yeah. It just made it just made me laugh that as as we were saying this, all this this beautiful optimistic stuff, a question from Hugh just flashed <laughs> up on my phone at GCQ <laughs> and just says, and apologies to uh, to Debs's kids, but why the fuck do we waste our time supporting Yeovil Town? That's a spirit, Hugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, that's what I thought. But the thing is, the thing is that Hugh. You're, you're, you're an addict as well. You're going to keep doing it. You know, you can, you can be, you can say all these things as much as you want. You'll still be back. Even if it is only to go to good pubs, you'll be back. If that's not a way to win. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, Quite a funny there, one, though. There is another one. Cool. Um, Paddy, the OG, asks, were there any Bath City players that would be worth signing? I don't know. Tom, have- Tom Smith was all right. But he, yeah, Sam lad. Johnson mentioned Tom's. He disappeared. Yeah. He disappeared in the second half. In the first half, he was he was, was like decent. Dan Johnson. But... Yes. Yeah. <laughs> did I didn't a... see him in the second half. They did have a young lad by the name of Ben Seymour, who apparently might be half decent, who's just been released by Exeter. But he couldn't play because he decided to be on the open top bus instead. <laughs> and why wouldn't you? Very true. Is that all the questions? Is that, are we done? Yeah, that is. That we've, is us. We've got a busy weekend, lads. Yeah, get your sleep in now. Lot of lot of miles to cover on motorways for two of us. Couple yeah. of long days. Just saying. Are you bringing sweets, Ben? I'm I'm doing better than that. I'm bringing lunch. Bringing lunch? Yep. Blimey! See, I can. I'm going to be going down the fast lane. The M6. Ben's going to be like peeling grapes or something. <laughs> peeling grapes? Well, I don't know. <laughs> don't, you don't, you don't eat a lot of grapes, do you, Dave? <laughs> no, peeling grapes are a thing. I'm sure it is. <laughs> no, it's not. No, no, I don't say that I routinely peel grapes, but it's not. It's not a ridiculous thing to suggest. It, it's a ridiculous thing to suggest. Okay, so if anyone out there has ever peeled a grape, you might have done it for a toddler or, say, a, a pensioner with no teeth or something. But uh, if you have, let me know. That's it. Right. Cheers, guys. <laughs> see, see you tomorrow. Yes, see you then. And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. There's Lindergaard. Making Forrest backpedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris. Expanding by the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil.
Stansfield, good turn away from Trott, goal! Are you ready for truly hydrated skin? Meet Hyaluronic Body Serum, a breakthrough in body care from Osea. It's clinically proven to instantly increase hydration by 161%. Their lightweight, fast-absorbing serum delivers 24 hours of non-stop hydration for silky smooth skin without the sticky afterfeel. Osea's latest innovation combines the magic of their best-selling Hyaluronic Sea Serum with a new formula that's good for the whole body and five types of hyaluronic acid to target every layer of the skin. Osea is a women-founded, women-led brand that's been crafting seaweed-powered products for nearly 30 years. The best part? Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code SUMMER at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com code SUMMER.